Hi, I'm Jeff, and you're listening to Intercom on Product Management. Episode 7, Why Do New Features Flop? Deciding what features you need to build and getting them built is really only the start of a process. New features are just code that's gathering virtual dust, unless they're being used by your customers. As discussed in previous episodes, if a feature is not being used, it's time to make hard decisions about killing it or making it better. Fail to make a decision one way or another, and you risk losing customers to a nimbler competitor with a more focused product that does the job more efficiently. Launching a successful feature demands the same skills as launching a successful product. The difference with launching a feature, though, is that you also have to navigate around all of your legacy decisions and appease current customers as well. It can be tricky. The majority of new features flop. You just don't notice it happening. And that's the point. New improvements regularly sit unappreciated, unused, and are eventually cast aside. Welcome to software, where improvements are hard. You do months of research, you pull demographics, metrics, ethnographics, analytics, psychographics, you name it. You meet with customers for days, weeks, and months. You meet their parents, you feed their dogs, you feed their parents' dogs. You do it all to understand what customers really need, not what they say they need, not what they think they want or what they're asking for, but what they really need. And then you go and build that. And it still flops. This is a tough racket. So why do new features flop? The thing is, unless customers use a feature, it may as well not exist. This is often forgotten in the rush to ship fast. It's not just about shipping code to servers or checking boxes on a roadmap. It's about getting your software used by real customers. So before you ship that next feature, you need to ask yourself five key questions. Number one, will everyone see and understand it? Fun fact, when Microsoft asked their users what they wanted added to Office, they found that 90% of the requested features were already there. Microsoft assumed this was an awareness challenge, hence the launch of the ribbon toolbar, which highlights all features and therefore highlights nothing. Like I said, this business is tricky. When you design the first version of a product, you want it to look complete. So you don't necessarily plan for expansion or leave space for future features. And so as you add those future features and you make space for them, often hastily, you can cause discoverability problems for your users. If you find yourself constantly fielding questions about where a feature is, then you have a discoverability problem, and all new features will flop, or at least require lots of training to find and adopt. Number two, are you showing users what you did or what they can do? Telling your customers something is a ground-up rewrite, HTML5-based, responsive, or anything like that will miss the mark unless you're selling to developers. No one cares what you did, or often even how you did it. Your customers care about what they can do. Focus your message on what your users can now achieve with this feature, and you'll get their attention. Number three, are you announcing it in context? New features, especially small additions, often land in products without much context. Your goal should never be to just get it launched. The goal is always to just get it used. Email is the wrong medium for these announcements. It's often overkill and usually arrives at the wrong time and in the wrong context. The right time to promote an improvement is when someone is in your product and in a position to use it. 
And you can do this easily using an in-app announcement that is triggered according to rules and events. Number four, how will tomorrow's signups hear about it? As a product grows, it expands beyond what's learnable in one sitting. That's not a problem because not every feature makes sense upfront. Features are only relevant when they solve problems. Put simply, you don't need to tag files until they're actually uploaded. And you don't need to merge tags until you've got lots of different ones. And so it stands to reason that telling new users how to merge tags at the very beginning is a badly timed message. There's a right time to introduce features to customers. And this is where targeted messaging matters. We promote saved replies in Intercom once a few replies have been sent. We promote keyboard shortcuts after a user has used the product long enough to care about them. This is how you make messages matter. Number five, do you plan to follow up with users and non-users? Once a feature is live, you should follow up with those who use it to understand how, why, and when it's being used. Look for ways to increase usage of it. Here's some questions we'll ask customers about a new feature. When did you notice it? What did you think? Did you use it straight away? Did you need to read the documentation? Was it sufficient? Were there any barriers to you using it? Are there times during your workday that you wanted to use this feature but couldn't? Have you told anybody else about what you use the feature for? What did you say? It's equally, if not more important, to follow up with those who don't use a feature and understand what exactly is stopping them. Often, you'll find barriers that are actually quite easy to break down. For example, you might hear, I keep forgetting to check back on it, or I don't know if anyone else in the company uses it, or I need to be able to get a CSV of the data. These are all resolvable problems once you understand them. Your design process must acknowledge that you'll get things wrong. So many roadmaps and sprints ignore this. Designers and product people get things wrong all the time. And when they do, they're faced with two choices. Improve it or ignore it and jump on to the next feature. Do the latter enough times and you too will be telling the world that 90% of your feature requests were already in your app. This was Intercom on Product Management.